You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire. You're with Jeremy here on another Saturday afternoon here at 2RRR. I'm absolutely stoked now to introduce my first return guest of the show, the incredible young singer, Lily Alaska. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for having me back. <laughs> It's so good to have you back. I can't tell you. I don't know if you get the chance to listen to the show, but I've been spinning Wasteland the last few weeks. It's absolutely incredible. We are here to not only celebrate your first single, Wasteland, but also the EP, Little Devil. How does it feel to have it out? It feels like absolutely amazing. I don't know. It's just like, it's so hard to like, just like realize and like, you know, think about, you know? (laughs) It's been a big process for you, but uh, it's an amazing thing to do at such a young age. I get the sense that when I listened to this, that it would have been hard to pull the trigger and be like, I've done it. I'm going to stop messing around with it. It's finished. It's going out. Was that a challenge for you? Definitely. I'm definitely a perfectionist and like to just decide, okay, you know what? I don't think I can make it any better than this was just so hard for me. But I'm so glad I finally got to do that. Shall we start at the original single, Wasteland? Sure. Um, tell me a little bit about the background of that song. I, when I've been listening to it, it's obviously got the... I haven't looked too deeply into the lyrics, but there's a You Don't Know Me is kind of repeated a lot of times. Who's that addressed mm-hmm. at and what's sort of the background of, of the song? It's kind of... It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, it definitely came from the point of view of just being stuck at home. And it was kind of towards just like really anyone because I felt like I kind of was changing myself when I was home alone, basically. And I kind of just wanted to say it in this song that, um, I don't know, I was kind of getting closer to myself and that I knew myself better than anyone else did. It's very cool. There's another, another part of it is, and it's across the whole EP, is just the array of sort of musical sounds that is happening. Um, I actually saw someone on your Unearth page talking about the woozy organ. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, is that is that where does that come from? So you played piano your whole life as well. Um, basically, yeah. Um, I also just got a new keyboard that has like hundreds of different kinds of sounds. So I just play around with it till I find one that I just think like really connects with it, like a vibe. That I think would work well with a song. Yeah, I think that same guy said it, it felt like he was dancing underwater or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a, I don't know it was a cool little thought that I was just like oh I like that. The, yeah, yeah. The EP is called Little Devil, and um, the album cover has what I assume is you as a small yeah. child on it. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm assuming it was sort of a tongue-in-cheek album title. Is it sort of something borrowed from your your mother or something? Um, I thought of calling it Little Devil since, since I've started writing songs. So basically since I'm nine years old, I knew that my first album was going to be called Little Devil because that's, that's just how I felt when I was little, I guess. And, um, it was basically a week before we released it. Um, we were going through photos and, um, I just saw it from like my mom's, yeah, from my mom's photos. And, um, I was like, wow, this would be such a good photo for my album and, and then my mum was just like, wow, actually, yeah. And it works so well with the title. 
and yeah, that's it was basically basically decided a week ago that that was going to be the album photo. So, one of the other, I'll just go back to the the instruments as well. The, on Child Nineteen Thirty Nine, there's actually a bunch of strings as well, which I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, how did you make this happen? Is that the result of your keyboard? I don't know. I don't know yeah. enough about, about music production, but. How did you pull that together? It definitely felt like a song that needed strings. And I did use my keyboard for it because it has like, I think 15 or 16 different string sounds. So I just found the perfect one and um, did a lot of playing around with it and recorded a bunch of takes for the strings that I think just worked well. And yeah, and then there were strings on the song. (laughs) You know, I think what's kind of brought you to the place that you're at now and what will make you continue to improve as an artist is that you are a, a gigging musician, let's say. You're not mm-hmm. someone who has, you know, the bedroom producers of now don't really seem to kind of leave their bedroom without a finished product or whatever. But have you experimented with how you're intending on presenting some of these songs once you get into the live format a little bit later in the year? Yeah, I think because I perform with me and my, my dad, I perform with my dad, and um, we were thinking of maybe trying to perform more produced versions of the live songs so maybe with a looper like pre-recording some backing instruments like the violins or some drums and then just playing them from the looper when we're in stages and then playing on top of that could like really just change the way we've been performing until now are you considering expanding the band at all or are you going to sort of continue to try to trot it out with the pair of you for the time being i mean i've always been interested in working with different people so i'm not specifically looking for a band or something like that but i would be so interested in just like performing with anyone really just trying things out some of the other themes across the record as well are quite i think they're quite dark i mean how much of the music was created or how many of the songs were written in the sort of what I, what I don't really want to call, but we'll call the post-COVID world? How many of the songs were conceived then and, and are they sort of a direct reflection on everything that's been going on in, in this time? I think only a few of them, maybe two or three, yeah, two or three of the songs from the EP. Yeah, I guess a lot of my songs are kind of dark, I would say. I guess it's just always, I've always been like that. It's just easier to represent dark themes with music for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting because prior to chatting to you today, I've been trying to think about other young performers and who you could look up to in, it's an awful thing to say, but you you know, look up to in a serious way. I don't, you know, I Mm -hmm. think that there's lots of, there's lots of pop artists that you could look up to, but that's not really reflective of the sort of art that you're, putting out Definitely. Um, yeah. who are the figures are there young performers that you look up to in a really serious kind of artistic way for inspiration for for the vibe that I always go for um, I've always been inspired so much by Lana Del Rey and I know she's quite pop nowadays but um, I don't know she's just always kind of dark as well which I've been kind of connecting with but also a lot of I have a lot of I've been listening to a lot of music that's pretty old, like um, Blondie and some Patti Smith and um, also Nick Cave. Like I have this song that I just absolutely love and I've been listening to repeat is uh, Where the Wild Roses Grow. Uh, with and Kylie, of course. Yes, it's so good. And um, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting you bring up Nick Cave because I was actually thinking of, I don't know, I don't know, this is totally left field, but um, 
I know that you have like a, a multitude of different backgrounds and, and life experiences and where you grew up and all that stuff. But your, your parents are French. And I was actually thinking of probably the other most famous 16 year old, are you 16 or 17? 16, right? I'm, I'm 15. 15. God damn, I'm, I'm losing track. <laughs> the other most famous French, well, 16 year old poet that there was, was of course, Arthur Rimbaud. Are you familiar with him at all? He might be an interesting, um, an interesting touch point of somebody who um, obviously in- inspired Nick Cave a great deal and was actually a fully retired poet by the age of 20, put out all of his work. Wow. An interesting cultural touch point. It was the only really, only real person that I could think of that was sort of, uh, you know, putting out that kind of really dark brooding stuff from such a young age. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually heard of him. I'm definitely going to have to look into that now. I've, you can, uh, yeah, you can ask your parents. I, I spoke to a French girl that I work with yesterday and she said, oh, yeah, that's, we get taught about Arthur Rimbaud in, in school. And I was like, that seems crazy. It's a little yeah, bit wow. too risque to be having in, um, <laughs> in schools here. Moving along, I was thinking about the next single. Is there something from the EP that you're going to be sort of pushing as the next one that you want sort of, uh, I guess, pushing toward radio play? Cool. Um, I mean, could be, could be. I think the song Dead Love, which is one of my personal favourites, is something I'll be pushing to be on the radio just because it's got a good time. It's, even though it is one of the kind of dark ones, it's also pretty catchy. I've heard from people that have heard it. They said that it was catchy. So I think that would be a good one to kind of try and push out there. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we'll, we'll close out today with Dead Love, but it, we'll get to that in just a few moments. What are you intending on doing musically for the remainder of COVID? I take it that this was sort of your COVID project that you'd given yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be doing a little bit of online promotion or are you uh, going to write a second EP or what's the plan? The plan is I have a, like a lot of options currently. I'm just getting ready to hit the stages again. And also while I'm doing that is fi- trying to find a label maybe to develop like a different kind of musical a musical thing and I don't know trying to have more fun I guess and meeting new people as well because I have been sticking to the same types of people recently and I think I should just like widen my musical knowledge and um, performing with new people meeting new people yeah and also yeah finding a label would be awesome last time we chatted we talked a bunch about your sort of background but I feel like we should touch on that to some degree because people aren't all going to have listened to that last one so do you want to tell me a little bit about your upbringing and where it is that you have you know what's made you such an interesting person having grown up all over the world and and yeah uh, yeah. well I've like I've lived in so many places and traveled almost everywhere and I just I feel like that's changed me so much visiting like I think it was 30 of the 50 states in America and experiencing different cultures, like being born in France and um, kind of visiting Europe a little bit. I know that I've done that when I was younger and Australia and New Zealand. And yeah, I went to Mexico as well. And just meeting new people like in all these countries has kind of just given me new, new experiences and memories that I think have influenced not only like my personality and myself, but my music, which... Yeah, I'm just so glad about it. What does it feel like as a 15-year-old in 
the current world that we're living in. I mean, it's something that interests me so much about chatting to you right now is that you are without doubt the youngest artist that I have on the show. And you are at this, you know, sort of such an important age and you're going into such an important age. And it's very difficult to get around the fact that it feels like the world's ending and you're creating art mm -hmm. in that environment. How are you feeling about everything? And uh, what, what, what do you do to stay and feel positive when you're, you know, both musically and otherwise? I think even if it's hard sometimes, especially right now, is just do what you enjoy doing. And for me, that's music. And for other people, it's going to be other things. But um, just do as much of it as you can because it's going to make you feel good. It's just the best you can do is just, yeah, go out there and do your best. So that's what I've been doing, just so much music and... Um, yeah. Are there other local artists that you've been listening to or people, you know, I, I know you've just name checked kind of bigger global artists. Is there specific people that you would love to, I don't know, support or play alongside in Sydney or Australia? Definitely. There's this girl that I've met in the Wanderer actually, which is one of the gig places. Her name is uh, Little Green. And the, since the first time I saw her perform, she was just amazing. She's just so good at everything. She plays guitar, she sings, she plays the flute, the saxophone, I think, as well. And um, she just released some stuff on Spotify, I think, as well. And she's just so good. And also Evie Irie, who is an emerging pop artist from Australia. So, yeah, they're so good. I've been listening to them a lot recently. So when this is all over, you are going to be returning to uh, what is almost, I think, your musical home away from home, The Wanderer. When does that start again? Um, I think in either late July or August, I'm going to start performing there again, which is so exciting. Are there other gigs that you have lined up or is Wanderer sort of going to be your, your thing for the time being? The Wanderer currently is probably going to be one of the first ones. And then the Funky Monkey again in uh, Coogee. And I'm not sure about other ones because they have been closing down, unfortunately. But I'm looking forward to more bars and restaurants opening up again. So, yeah. Lily, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Lily Alaska, her debut EP is called Little Devil. If I wanted to find out more about Lily Alaska, where would I go? You can go on my website, lilyalaska.com or on any of my social media, like on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube as well. Lily Alaska, thank you so much. That's all right. As I said, I've been spinning Wasteland the last few weeks. It's, it's incredible. People love it. But today I am going to follow your lead with your guest second single, let's call it dead love from the record could you please give me an introduction for that it's basically about if what it would feel like to fall in love with a ghost and kind of this girl being obsessed with how it could be better than loving someone real and yeah it's a bit of a weird song but i hope you would like it i've got no doubt it's an awesome song thank you so much for joining me today lily all the best